0: I get asked today's question a lot from women of all ages. Is it too late for me to find love? Am I too old to find love? Which is essentially the same as asking me, like, should I give up on love? Is it really possible for me? So if you're asking any of these questions, then you have to listen to today's episode because we're going to unravel this way of thinking, which is actually stopping you from having love, like that loving relationship that you want. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect Podcast. I'm Emily Bucknell, here to get you from demoralized and single to empowered, confident and in the loving arms of your dream guy. If you're a smart, successful woman with a lot of love to give, but no matter what you do, how hard you try or how much you want it, you just don't seem to be getting any closer to love, then you are in the right place. I'm here to answer your biggest and most frustrating questions when it comes to dating, love, and relationships in a way that no one else will. Get ready for practical, no BS, and powerful AF insights that will lead you to love. Are you ready? Let's get into today's episode. Okay, so like I said in the intro to this episode... I get asked this question a lot, like, is it too late for me to find love? Am I too old to find love? From women of all ages, which I think is very interesting, and we will talk about that, from women in their 20s to the 30s to the 40s to the 50s. Am I too old to find love? Um, And I want you to understand, and these are the things that we're gonna go into inside this episode, there are two things happening here. Obviously the age thing, like, am I too old? Like, when is too old to find love? But then there's also the deeper question of is really love, is love really possible for me? Is it actually going to happen? And that's a deeper belief, isn't it? So we're going to talk through both of those things today. Um, And we're actually going to go into five really massive things that I see all the time. And this kind of relates to what we're talking, well, it does (laughs) relate to what we're talking about here. But five things that really do block that love that you want from coming in. So we're unraveling this all so you have a really clear understanding of what you need to do to move forward, what you need to kind of let go of these stories that we kind of hold on to and think are true. So let's get into it because clearly, clearly there's a story out there, like big cultural kind of story out there that the older you get, the harder it is to find love. You know, all the good guys get snapped up early you know where women just get older less attractive men get older and more attractive and then there's this whole group of women that just have nobody left to date Um, and I I always love telling this story because I used to actually think this and the second I kind of put it out there so many people were like oh my god I think the same thing too like if you're someone if you're a woman and you're kind of single in like late 20s early 30s or even like mid 30s whatever like age whatever Um, but this is a story that I had. I don't even know where I picked it up from where it was like, okay, well, I'm single now. All of the good guys are taken. They're already married. They all got married like in their early twenties and stuff like that, or mid twenties, whatever it happens to be. They all got married then. So they've all been taken. I'm just going to have to hang around for another couple of years. Wait till they, you know, some of them get divorced and then I'll be the second wife. Like that was literally a story I was telling myself. I was like, this is a great strategy, isn't it? (laughs) and it's amazing you gotta let me know if you believed that too if that's a story a kind of strategy that you've had um because it's ridiculous and this is what we're going to do now is kind of start to poke holes in all of this because this story that like the older you get the less likely the harder it is going to be for you to find love it's a horrible freaking story it's a horrible story and it's also one that is complete and utter bs You know, I get, though, why you're thinking it. And I used to think the same thing. I was, like, totally bought into this story um, because it's such a prevalent one that's out there. It's, like, big cultural kind of story. You know, I even had this freak out, like, for me. And I think we all have that kind of, you know, as you're growing up as a kid, it's like, okay, this is what's going to happen. I don't think... Watching Father of the Bride like 80 million times as a kid was helpful for any of this as well. Um, But, you know, I had this whole vision that like, okay, I'd go to university, have a bit of a career, meet someone amazing in my 20s, you know, get married in my 20s, have kids in my 30s, white picket fence, wrapped up in a bow, amazing. Didn't happen that way, you know. And I remember back in my like probably late 20s, Um, A friend of a friend's sister um, actually got dumped by her long-term boyfriend at 30. And I remember just feeling so, like it was, I remember it so vividly now even, but but feeling so freaked out for her. I was like, well, she's, you know what, like totally fucked. (laughs) I don't think I should swear. I'm sorry. Um, But she's like, what is she going to do now? Like, what is the point? Like for me, that kind of over the hill age, and I think for a lot of people is like 30. Hilarious then that I get dumped by my long-term boyfriend at 31. No coincidence there, I don't think. (laughs) But as for the you getting older thing, like this story that we have, does this really matter when it comes to love? Does age really matter when it comes to love? Are you really running out of time? Have you already run out of time? And I want you to, like, we're going to start to poke holes in this story because it literally, like I said, this is just a story. It is literally just a story, and you get to choose what it is that you believe and therefore create, which we'll get into. But I want to ask you the question, is there an age limit on love? Like, is there someone out there that says, okay, here's the rules of life. When you hit 35 and 7 months and 26 days old, then, eh, sorry, you ain't gonna find love. Like, is there an actual age limit on love? And I know it's funny. Like, it's funny when you start poking holes in this, it's like, well, (laughs) no, there isn't. Like there isn't. And when we're thinking about what it is that you want, you want love, you want like the big love. Think about what love is. Does love have any limitations at all? No freaking way. Because we're talking about love. Like Gandhi said, the most powerful force in the universe. (laughs) So, you know, wondering if it's too late for you to find love, it's kind of the same as wondering if it's too late in life for you to learn a new language, change careers, travel the world, all of that kind of stuff. It's the same sort of thing. Like, love can make freaking anything happen. Love can happen anywhere, anytime. It's boundless. (laughs) I always... I've never read the book, but I always think love in the time of cholera, like when everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm never going to find love in COVID. Really? Like, really? Love isn't bound by any of those things. And when you start to look around, start poking holes in this story, like love isn't possible at whatever age. Look around. There are people that find love at 21, 31, 41, 91. Like, you know, you look on the news and there's always those cute stories of like people that find love in the nursing home. There are people that find love multiple times in their lives. There are people that find love at 16 until death do us part. You know, it's a different story for everybody, but love is not limited by age. The only limitation that love has is the ones that we place on it. So when you say it's too late for me to find love, then that is exactly what is going to happen. You know, it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. It's called the Pygmalion effect. It has some other names as well. And let's just talk through this. Like, so, you know, you're there and you're like, okay, I want to find love by the time, you know, you all your life you've been thinking I'm going to be married and have the whole whatever vision it is for you. I'm going to have all that by the time I'm 30. And then you get to 30 and you're like, uh, oh God, <laughs> like, how does that make you feel? What are the thoughts that you start to think? It's like, okay, this isn't actually gonna happen for me. What's actually wrong with me? Why has it happened for everybody else and it's not gonna happen for me? You start to have these feelings. Like when you're thinking those kinds of thoughts and it's like, this isn't actually gonna happen. My life isn't gonna turn out the way that I thought it was. Oh my God, I'm gonna be like my auntie who everybody's like pitying because she does never found love. Like all of this starts stuff starts to happen. And how do you start to feel? Freaked out. <laughs> freaked out that desperate kind of energy where it's like, I've got to make this happen. I've got to make this happen. I've got to make like, Holy crap. If I don't do this, then I'm going to plunge into this black hole of nothingness. Like, what is the point of life? If I don't have this, it's not going to plan. Bah, 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 bah. And when you're dating with that kind of energy, like we all know, like that desperate energy, it ain't helpful. And I used to find it really hard. I'd be like, Oh, I don't want to like say that I'm desperate, but my God, there was a lot of desperate energy there that was pushing what I wanted away. Like nobody wants to kind of be pinned down. Nobody wants to be on a first date with you and you're like sizing them up for the tux to wear to your wedding. Like they're going to run a mile. I never knew how to like control that. And we'll talk about that in a whole other episode of what to do with that kind of energy. So then you're dating with that and everybody's kind of like freaking out because you're freaking out and it's not going to plan. So then it's not going to plan and that just reinforces the belief that you have, you know, the story that like it's getting really hard for you, you're getting into old maid territory, it's not ever going to happen for you. So it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy and that further in in kind of reinforces that belief like I'm getting too old, this isn't going to happen. So I'm going to speak the absolute truth. So we talked about this BS story that like you can't find love after a certain age, you're running out of time, all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's just a story that you're telling yourself. And it's playing out because it's a story that you're telling yourself. Right now, though, I'm going to speak the absolute freaking truth. This is truth. This is like lifeblood truth. If you have the desire to have a loving relationship, then you are meant to have it. Otherwise, you would not have the desire. I'll say it again. If you have the desire to have a loving relationship, then you are meant to have it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the desire. And I know straight away you're going to be thinking, well, why don't I have it then? (laughs) And it's because there's a certain path that you're on to get there that looks different to the way that you thought it would. I want to just kind of talk a little bit about life and how life actually works. And it took me a very long time to really understand this, a lot of time and a lot of pain to understand this, that life is always, always happening for you. Everything that you're experiencing right now is pushing you so that you learn the lessons you need to learn. You become the person that you need to be to have that incredible, amazing relationship. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, everything happens for a freaking reason then I know that life is pushing you to learn these lessons, learn the lessons that I'm here to teach you. And life is using, like everybody that comes to me, experiencing the same things, it's because life is using your love life, all the stuff that you're experiencing, like meeting the one, getting ghosted by them, the breakups that just keep happening, the, all the stuff that you're experiencing, it's a way to make you learn. You know, desperation is a pretty powerful motivator for change. Like pain is how we change. And you think of it even like a hot stove. You stick your hand on a hot stove, that pain that you feel is the motivator for you to move your hand. Same thing for life. The pain that you feel, the heartbreak, the frustration, the powerlessness, the desperation, it's all brought you here looking for answers and saying, I can't continue life feeling this way anymore. I don't want to feel insecure. I don't want to feel worried. I don't want to feel desperation. I don't want to feel any of that. What do I do to move forward? And when you're hanging out with me, because <laughs> I've been there, I've learned this, these lessons, I know what to do. You're going to learn how you, what you need to do to move past all of this, to learn the lessons that life is giving you right now so you can have what it is that you want. Hopefully this makes sense. Let me know if you have any questions at all. And I think the thing is, and I got really stuck, I was stuck for a very long time in a very victim-y kind of place. I used to say, like, this is a story. Thoughts that were just constantly going through my head. I was like, I'm a really nice person. I'm smart. I'm successful. I have my own apartment. I have friends. I've got a great family. You know, I have so much going for me. I'm attractive. I'm all of these things. Like, I'm trying so hard to find love. I'm doing all the things that you're supposed to do. Why the F? is life so freaking mean to me? Why is it so mean to me? (laughs) And as the stubborn person that I am, it took me a while to get this message that there is actually a different way to live life in order to have what it is that you want. And that is why you're here to learn this. But where I see women most getting in their own way, so I think this is the thing, too if you're listening to this podcast and you've been in my world for a while you're probably a lot like me like pretty smart successful all of that kind of stuff maybe a bit on the impatient and stubborn side as well where it's like okay this is how I want things to happen and this is when I want things to happen um and if it doesn't you get a bit like why is life so freaking mean to me hands up But where I see women most getting in their way, and this is the same for me too, is in the how and the when. And it's like, it's not happening how I want it or when I want it. And then getting pretty pissed off about it, which only keeps you stuck experiencing what it is that you are. You know, thinking that because it hasn't happened yet, or it's not happening in the way that we imagine it, you know, by the deadline you know, then, oh my God, you're doomed and it's not going to happen. It's not meant to be yours. You may as well give up. You're an old maid. Forget it. Nobody's ever going to want you. That's the story that we kind of have. If it's not happening how I want it, when I want it, how I imagine the whole thing, then it's friggin' not going to happen. And I think it's funny now even saying this, I'm like, oh my God, Emily, <laughs> that's exactly what you used to think, like really stubborn. But I think the thing is really recognizing that it's not, this stuff is not actually up to us. It's up to the universe, life, God, source, whatever it is that you want to call it. And I think a lot of this is opening up. And a lot of what life is trying to teach you is to open up to that bigger kind of power. And we'll talk through how this all happens in a second. Like for sure, and I want to make this really clear, for sure, it is our job to know what it is that we want and then to take the steps that were given. So the universe, God, source, life, whatever your intuition, all the same, you take the steps that you're given, and I cannot wait to get into the episodes that we're gonna do all about what action to take, but that's literally it. We need to know what it is that we want, and I'm gonna talk about that too because people make some, uh, I don't wanna say big mistakes, but there's a lot of misinformation there about getting clear about what it is that you want, It's literally what it is that you want, then take the steps that you're given as you're given them. The when and the how is not our business. That's up to the universe. And just because it hasn't come in the way or the when, the time that you wanted it, it does not mean that it's not going to happen for you. It doesn't mean that it's too late. It doesn't mean that you're running out of time. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen for you. The thing is that when we get involved in the when and the how, We block what we want from coming in. The universe is like, can you get out of the freaking way? I always love using the analogy of like a kitchen, a restaurant kitchen, where it's like, okay, your job in a restaurant is to walk in, sit down at the table and say, I would like the spaghetti bolognese. Thank you. I have a problem, honestly. (laughs) Every restaurant I go to, if they have spaghetti bolognese, I have to order it. Anyway, but you sit there and you put that order in And then it's the restaurant's job to make it for you and then bring it when it's done. You know, it's not your job. If you were in a restaurant and you were like, okay, I'd like the spaghetti bolognese. And then you follow the waiter like into the kitchen and start like helping the chef. They're going to be like, can you get the F out? Like you're not making this very easy. Like you're actually stuffing up this whole process and I can't get it out to you. And it's not going to be that good because you made it in the universe. And chef man's like, dude, I can make that better than you. Like, move so I really want you I always found that analogy super helpful it's not your job to do that you sit at the table and you say this is what I like and it appears when it is ready you get to sit there drinking wine having fun with your friends and being like yeah woohoo! I don't need to worry about that Whole other episode coming on that too. You know, and even the other night, I don't know why this is coming. I feel like kitchen analogies are very good for all of this. But, you know, the kids were yelling at me. They're like, okay, I'm hungry. I want dinner. I want dinner. And then like, we'll make us a snack. And I'm like, dude, are you going to get nothing? Because I'm all over the place trying to like do all these things. Like, can you just back off and I can give you everything? Obviously said with love. Um, But to make this really clear, I'm going to take you through Like more specifically, some of the five biggest mistakes, I don't really like calling them mistakes, but I couldn't think of another word. Yeah, they are mistakes, I suppose. But you don't know you're making them, so don't feel bad. (laughs) I think also as perfectionists, I know there's a lot of perfectionists among you guys out there. It's not necessarily a mistake because you don't know. Like this is all about bringing awareness to the things that you're doing that aren't actually helping you have what it is that you want. So these are the biggest mistakes don't feel bad for making them though, that stop the universe delivering or make it really hard. Number one is kind of what I talked about already, not paying attention to the lessons that life is giving you. Like it's all about saying like that, and I really it really comes back to knowing that like if you have that desire for the relationship, then it's yours then it's literally yours and everything that that life is giving you now all the experiences that you have all the challenges that you have all the lessons that are coming your way are actually helping you get to where it is that you want to be you learn the lessons you know i love that i once back in the day listening to oprah she said the same guy is going to keep showing up in different pants until you learn the lesson that he's showing you and i don't think there's a woman out there that i've worked with who isn't like why do i keep attracting the same guys because they're trying to teach you something. There's a lesson in them. Like, do you need to have stronger boundaries? Do you need to speak your needs? Do you need to stop saying like, on speaking your needs, where it's like the guys are like, no, I don't really want a committed relationship. You're like, okay, I'll just see how this goes. Like they're telling you, (laughs) move on, stand up for what you want, all of those kinds of things. They're teaching you something. And until you learn that lesson, you're gonna stay stuck attracting those same guys. You're gonna stay stuck attracting those same experiences that you don't want to experience. You know, learning the lessons that life is giving you is the work that you need to do to find love. These are the steps that you need to take to find love. You have to grow into that person, you know, that has the epic relationship and it's these lessons that are actually getting, getting you there. So if you're not taking the lessons, if you're like I was and saying, why is life such a bitch to me? <laughs> you know, it's not actually progressing. You're moving you forward. So start saying when you're if you're in those kinds of situations where you're like, why does this keep happening? Start saying and you would literally put it out there and you'll get the answer. Like, what is this here to teach me? What is the lesson here? What do I need to learn here? And you'll start to move forward. You know, I always, um, I did this real, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but did this real a while ago. You'll see it on Instagram. Um, like, and I, I loved it. I don't know if everybody else loved it, but I thought it was hilarious at the time. But like God looking at someone in their love life, being like, oh my God, why do you keep doing that? Stop doing that. Like when you're watching a scary movie yourself and you're like yelling at the person, you're like, don't open the freaking door. I cannot watch scary movies anymore. I must say, I'm not a scary movie. I used to be, but anyway, side note. Um, but that's kind of like what life is doing all the time. It's like, come on, don't open the door or learn this lesson and then you can have what it is that you want. Um, so yeah. Here- I think, too, if you are someone and you know you are a bit of a stubborn kind of person, like hand, I'm raising my hand to that right now, um, and, and you've been brought up, I think there's that other big kind of thing, a whole other episode we could do on this as well, um, but this whole other, like, just try harder, put more effort in, want it more, and you'll have what it is that you want. Again, that is just going to keep you stuck. It's it's not about asking that questions, especially when it comes to like finding love. If what you're doing, you know, going to that Einstein quote, like, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. If you're coming at dating and you're find and finding love, and it's like, okay, I've got to text in this way, and you're doing all of those things, and you're just like, well, it's not working, so I'll just keep doing them. Like that's you just keeping yourself stuck. It's not about like working harder, doing more, putting more effort in, wanting it more, um, any of that kind of stuff, especially when it comes to love, it's about saying, okay, what is the actual lesson here? And how about I learn that instead? So it's kind of getting you out of, probably like I was a big, like work hard and you'll have what it is that you want. No, no, it's not. Learn the lesson and you'll have what it is that you want. Um, And I think the thing is too, want to say too, like really want to say too, massive gold stars. Like I'm high-fiving all of you who are listening to this right now because, and I think this is a really, actually really important point here too, like loving on all of you because you're here to learn. Like I think, and I think really appreciating this is going to be helpful for you too. Like really appreciating the fact that you've probably been experiencing a hell of a lot of shit in your love life where you're like, this is hard. I'm sick of this pain. I am sick of all of this. So you're here looking for answers. And I really like, I'm getting chills just saying this, but I really want to acknowledge that because you're already taking steps to erase this mistake. Like when you start to pay attention and start to say, okay, I'm feeling all this pain and I, I know I need to do something. So you're looking for the answers, like massive high fives to you. Cause you're, you're taking the steps that you need to take. It's about then saying, okay, what specifically is happening here that I really need to learn? Um, all that pain, that frustration, like it's been sent to draw your attention to something, to redirect you, to show you what lessons it is that you need to learn. So keep listening to this podcast, obviously, you know, because it's going to give you some of those insights that you maybe like, all of this is about bringing awareness to what's happening and how you're feeling and all of that kind of stuff. So you can actually move forward. Um, you know, and I think kind of going back to it, I can't remember if I said this or not, but that big lesson that life was really teaching me was to adapt a whole new approach to living. Get out of that kind of like, just try hard, want it, and think that it's gonna happen. Um, But kind of living with life as opposed to trying to force it into my like, hello, like A person, a type personality, like I'll make this what I want it to be. Like life doesn't actually work like that. You have to work with life, We'll also be doing some episodes on that as well. Um, So I think if you want to have that epic loving relationship, then it's really about welcoming what life is giving you now and knowing it is the steps to get to where it is that you want to be. So hopefully you can take away from this episode and say, okay, it's not that, yeah, I'm getting older and like love isn't actually possible for me. It's about saying, okay... It is 100% possible. It's meant to be. You have the desire. You will, you're you're meant to have it. You are meant to have the relationship. It's just about working with life and saying, okay, well, what are you giving me right now? What lessons do I need to learn so that you can have it? And you'll look back. Like I look back now and there are quite a few years of like a lot of pain and figuring this stuff out. But I look back now and I'm like, dude, I have the most empowering way of living my life now and I'm so grateful for it and I'm so excited for you guys because being here you're on that kind of process that of getting to that place too where you can look back and say holy moly like I'm actually I'm grateful for all of that that's happened because now I've got this whole new perspective this whole new way of living life and I get to have what it is that I want. Okay, so mistake number two that really kind of get in the way of the universe delivering what it is that you want, that relationship, is having the (laughs) timeline, you know, which is that fixation on when. The when is not our business. The when is not our business. That chef's in the kitchen. He'll bring you that amazing spaghetti bolognese when it's ready. When it's ready. You don't want it when the pasta's all like, gross or the meat's not cooked or it's like been sitting there for 45 years like it comes at the perfect moment and the universe delivers in the perfect moment you think about it like just look at nature like spring the seeds grow when that like flowers bloom when they're meant to bloom it all happens exactly as it should um and i get you know i get we we, like we grow up and we think like i said we grow up and we think oh it'll be just like father of the bride (laughs) (laughs) Or my life needs to look like everybody else's. Look, everybody else is all married and I'm not. You know, and it can be really confusing when that doesn't happen for you. And it can throw you into that place where you, and I was there, where it feels really uncomfortable and where you're like kind of sitting in your life and you're like, this is not what I want. Like, this doesn't feel good. I don't like this. I'm not very happy with this whole situation. Um, If that's you, hopefully you've listened to episode number one, whole episode there on that and how that stuffs things up. Um, But when you look around, so again, let's poke holes in that in that whole story. Like my life's, you know, it, it hasn't gone to plan. It's not the timeline. It's not right. Let's start to poke holes in the story. Like, does love actually happen on a timeline? You know, you look around and you're like, okay, no. There's pe- people find love at any time in their life. Five, like I said, they find might find love multiple times. They might find love, not find love, spend ages single, then find love again. They. Like, it's all different for everyone. It's all different for everyone. You know, some find love early, some find later, some, and it's better than they ever expected. You know, I look back now, and yeah, when I was like 30, I was like, oh, or 30, dumped at 31, and it was like sucker punch to the stomach. I look back now, and I'm like so grateful that that happened because I had that time. Like, you know, I kind of look... And this is no judgment at all. This is just from my own perspectives. But I look at the people that had kids in their 20s and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> having kids now, it's like a bit of a handbrake on like living your life. Like they become the total focus. And I had so many years to build the most incredible nursing career, like to travel the world, to do all the things that I was really, really interested in, which becomes damn hard when you have kids and you have that whole life. So I look now and I'm like... All happened in the most perfect, most amazing way. And if it didn't happen like that, I know I wouldn't be here with this podcast and, and doing work that absolutely lights me up. Um, so if you're someone that struggles a lot with this timeline, like you're looking around at everybody else and you feel like crap because you don't have it or you're like, oh, my gosh, I've passed that age and like freak out mode. Um or you feel like just impatient where you're just like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? he? This is bullshit. He's not here yet. Um, then first of all, again, pay attention to what life is trying to teach you. (laughs) Patience might be the lesson. That was a mammoth lesson for me. Patience, faith, trust, you know, really. And a lot of this, like having that really big connection to a power bigger than us all is so helpful in this, like putting your faith, your trust, in the universe, the chef in the kitchen, like it's gonna be cooked when it's cooked. It's gonna be delivered to you when it's ready to be delivered to you. But when you start paying attention to what is actually happening within you, you know, the energy that you're putting out there, the beliefs, the identity that you're holding on onto um, and really starting to let go, let go of those, the ones that no longer serve you, then that's really how you start to let love in you know let go of that ideal timeline and i know it's so easy for me to just say that here and say okay let go of the timeline obviously inside the loved up effect um i don't know if i've talked much about like this is what the pod why the podcast is named the loved up effect it's my proven framework that will get you into love um there are three steps to it and we go into like you know I, obviously here it's easy to say let go of the timeline but there are st- things that we can do like letting go of those beliefs stepping into new identities Um, really looking at the energy and how you feel inside all of that kind of stuff will help you let go will help you surrender will help you come to that place of patience and trust and faith and that's exactly when the universe delivers it's exact it's incredible when you're just like fighting 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 and then you put it all down and you say okay universe like deliver when you need to deliver it that's when it comes like that's literally when it comes um, but yeah, I totally understand if you're somebody like, oh, I don't know how to let go of that. How, how in God's name do I let go of the comparisons or that like impatience? Like this is what we go into a lot inside the Loved Up effects. So many tools and practices that will help you do that. Um, the next mistake is the shopping list. It says three. It's mistake number three. Sorry, I wrote down the no- wrong number. Having the shopping list. And this is what I was talking about. This is where there's so much misinformation about getting clear about what you want. So it is your job. It is your job to be like, yes, I want the relationship, and this is what I want the relationship to be like. What people what there's so much misinformation about there uh, out there about what this actually means. And and it so often goes to that, like get really specific about the partner that you have. So I think so often people have that chopping list. And I had this too, where it was like, he has to be this tall, you know, with this kind of job, with a family like this, wearing these kinds of shoes. I had a thing for shoes, it was weird. Shoes with this sort of job, did I say that? Income and interests and but but blah, but like about the person. And that is so misguided and that will keep you stuck like all the time. This will keep you stuck because the universe cannot like, this is the thing too going back i think it's really helpful actually the kitchen analogy going back okay so you order probably you're not ordering the spaghetti bolognese like i am you're ordering something amazing (laughs) the spaghetti bolognese is amazing um but you're ordering whatever it is that you want but then you don't say to the chef okay i want you to use these ingredients like make sure in the sauce that you have this much salt um, and use these herbs and this and that. And they, look, you don't go and tell him what to do, like what ingredients to put in. It's like, yeah, I want the chicken, the mushroom chicken or whatever it happens to be. And it's like, okay, I trust you to make it in the way that, you know, is amazing. So when you get really, really clear about those kind of specificities about like what that person looks like or whatever it happens to be, how tall they are, I think that's one of the biggest ones, like let go of that, please. How tall they are, The universe is trying to deliver you the love of your life. The universe is trying to deliver the love of your life. But if you're really clear and specific about what package it comes in, you're likely going to miss it. You are 100% going to miss it. And I think there are so many women that have gone through the loved up effect who are now in the most incredible relationships. And they're like, it wasn't the guy I thought it was going to (laughs) be, but I don't like, it's, but it's better than that. And I think this is the thing that I really want you to understand. The universe wants to deliver. Like we have this kind of idea of what it is that we want, the universe can, it like, can deliver so much better. The universe wants to give you even better than what it is that you want. We have such a narrow way of thinking about things, like a really narrow way of thinking about things, where it's like. Oh, he has to, like I used to say stuff, like he has to have these jobs and that, this and that. And a lot of it was influenced by like the people around me. Um, When in fact, it's not about what he's like, it's about the relationship you know it's about the relationship and how you feel in the relationship so actually in step two of the loved up effect we go really deep into getting clear about what it is that you want there's an epic practice and a whole process that i take you guys through um, to get really clear about what it is your soul wants at that deepest level and this has nothing to do with how tall he is what job he has brown hair blue eyes any of that bullshit, because that's just bullshit. you know if a guy shows up who's the same height as you who is the most caring, loving man, who makes you laugh, who does everything that just makes you feel safe and secure, you ain't gonna care. You're not even gonna notice. Like I guarantee three months later, you're gonna be like, I, don't, I couldn't even care if he's shorter than me. Like I feel that love, this is the relationship. And it just, I get like excited even just talking about this, but this is really about allowing the universe to deliver the absolute best for you. So if you have the shopping list, Rip it up right this second. Rip it up because it's just and say, start just saying to the universe, okay, deliver the best. I want the most loving, incredible relationship. Even better if you get inside the loved up effect and I'll take you through the whole process. (laughs) Summary version though, get in touch with like what it is that you really want from a relationship and then say to the universe, deliver that, deliver the best deliver the best, deliver even better than I even think for myself and then be open to what comes. And that's the other bit. It's about being open to what comes, what package it comes in and how it comes in. And I could go on and on actually, even just now I'm like, Oh my gosh, the amount of people. Oh, and this is a big question. Actually, this I'll do a whole episode on the spark and not having the spark straight up. This. Sneak peek. The spark is total BS too. Ugh. But look, okay. And this is, oh yes, I could do a whole episode on this. I'm getting all excited. I will. Um, Cause that's another question I get asked all the time, but it's about really saying, okay, if you want that long-term amazing relationship, look for those long-term qualities, not the shit like the spark or how tall they are or what they weigh or what their body looks like. Cause it's all going to change anyway. It is all going to change anyway. So Step one for this point, for this mistake, rip up the shopping list, rip up the shopping list and just get in touch with what it is that you want from a relationship. Okay, number four, mistake number four is limiting love and what is possible. So we're human. We are all human and we're made to make sense of our world. So we have, so we have, you know, everything that kind of happens to us, we like, give it all meaning and we say this means that and that means this and a lot of that stuff most of that stuff really comes from our subconscious you know our beliefs the way we see the world we the way that we see ourselves the identity that we're in how we feel about ourselves and a lot of that happens generally between when we're zero and seven um you know our perspectives like you know the meaning that we give to everything that we experience in our life really is the product of our subconscious programming so like i said beliefs identities values Um, all of that kind of stuff. So if you have the belief, if you're like, okay, I've got to find love, like, and this just happens through, you know, like I said, um, what we pick up from our caregivers between zero and seven, and then our experiences in life too. So you might be around a hell of a lot of people that are like, you don't find in that, like we talked about that big kind of cultural story that like, if you don't find love by 35, then you're, you know what, like, forget about it um so if you have this belief of my god if i don't find love by the time i'm 35 then it's too late for me you know when you hit that age it's that's when like we talked about you're going to have those feelings come up where it's like or not even when you hit that age when you're anywhere near that age you're going to start having that feelings of panic and worry and freaking out and all of that kind of stuff which then means that the way that you're dating, the energy that you bring to dating, like stops you getting the results that you want. And then you just reinforce that belief. Like, Oh my God, I'm hitting near 35. It's getting harder for me, but it's because you have that belief, you know, our beliefs and all that stuff that's happening in our subconscious program is actually what creates our reality. You change that, like you change that belief. You say, okay, you know what? Instead of having the belief that I, that you have to find love at 35 gonna say, you know what? I'm going to find love at the perfect time for me. You get that belief imprinted in your subconscious. This is what we do in step two of the loved up effect is all about going into your subconscious programming and saying, what's happening here? And then making the shifts that you need. So you have what it is that you want, but you get that belief. Like love's going to happen at the perfect time for me. Like, how do you, what do you start to think? You're like, okay, cool. I can't wait till it happens. How do you feel when you're thinking those things? Like, I feel pretty calm. I feel pretty collected. I feel great. You know, and how are you dating? Like, you're just even just saying this. I'm like, you're bringing this amazingly calm, loving, amazing energy. You're not like rushing to the altar and all that kind of stuff. You're going to be able to have connections with people in an entirely different way than if you're like, okay, let's get down to it. Are you the guy? Um, and then you get those kinds of results. That's how you really open up to love. Um, So it's really important that you understand those self-imposed limitations, those beliefs that you have, where it's like, if I don't, if it doesn't happen now, it's not going to happen. That's what creates your reality. And that's therefore what you experience. So when you really can shift all those things, you actually change what it is that you experience. And it's insanely powerful when that happens. It's mind blowing actually when that happens and you're like, Oh my gosh, all this work that I did to change these beliefs has literally changed what it is that I'm experiencing. I know a lot of you who've been through some of my um, training events and stuff like that. I tell this story all the time because it was—I had one of those moments. You know, I, like a lot of you, I had that belief: there's no one decent left for me to date, and that's exactly what it was that I experienced. Like, no one decent left today. Like, I felt really like, oh, what's the point of this? Like, so I'm putting out this kind of not so great energy. You know, not really seeing anybody, and it was like, what the hell's the point? Um. Did a lot of work on that belief, like, and changing that. And I will never forget, I got really into golf at one stage as well. Um, Driving home from golf through Sydney, like the city of Sydney. And my phone was like, I just kind of, don't look at your phone while you're driving. But I did look at my phone when I was driving. That was ages ago. I don't even think that was a law then. (laughs) Anywho, um, but looked at my phone. I was like, I have five messages from five different guys and they're all freaking epic like I had to be like okay I've got to turn start turning people down which I had never had to do and I had this moment of realization where I was like holy crap because I remember thinking there are so many guys today what do I even do in this situation and I was like this is it's like that belief is clearly kicked in and look at this and it's so funny because now I look back and when I had that belief there's nobody decent left to date um, this is a whole nother thing too, but your brain actually filters information based, filters all the information that's coming on you, coming at you based on your beliefs. So I look back now and when I was in that mode of like, there's nobody decent left to decent around for me to date. I actually remember turning down some really incredible guys and I, I did it. And I know there's a lot of you doing it too right now too boring, no spark, ba 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 ba. These are guys that would have given me exactly what I wanted, and I was like, no, no, no because I had this belief there's no one decent left for date. So I didn't see that. All I saw was the boring this this this, and I look back now I'm like, my god. That's how your brain, this subconscious programming works. Again, this is what we go really deep into um inside step 2 of the loved up effect. And so mistake number 5 is really making the past determine what is possible for you. So this is kind of closely related to the previous two that I talked about, but it's really a big one and so important to recognize. Um, Because when you start to recognize this, and this is really important to say too, um, whenever you start to bring awareness to what's happening within you, the thoughts that you have, all of the how you're feeling, you start to kind of pull it all apart. It starts to become really clear where you're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize I was doing that. And I didn't even realize that that was keeping me stuck where I was. Um, So keep listening to this podcast because it's all about helping you bring awareness to this stuff that's happening within and how it's keeping you stuck. Um, But yeah, this is a really big one and really important that you recognize. Are you making your past determine what's possible for your future? You know, so often we think, and like I said, our brains and we're human, we're just wired to be like create explanations and give meaning to what it is that we experience. But we so often think that because we've experienced something in the past, then that becomes all we can experience. And you may not even realize that you're doing this. Like, but this is all those kinds of statements. Like, I only attract jerks or, no relationships of mine last. Like this is taking your past experience and and making it your future. This is like literally you saying, Oh, I always get dumped. Like that's you saying that that is going to be your future. Like, yeah, it happened in your past, but who says it's your future? Like you get to decide what your future is. And every time you say those kinds of statements, that's what you're actually creating. So you create your reality and hopefully this is becoming really clear to you through the stories that you tell yourself, your life, what's possible for you. And this is uh, something that someone said to me once and I was like, wow, okay, I get that. When you drive, looking at the rear view, like you don't actually, sorry. Oh my God, I stuffed it up. (laughs) Let me start again because it's a damn good little saying you don't drive looking in your rear view mirror like if you drive looking in your rear view mirror you're gonna freaking crash and i really want you to kind of let that sink in if you if you constantly say okay i had these you know shitty relationships like abusive relationships you know relationships that always ended me getting dumped i never attract the right guys i'm always like heartbroken That is what you're creating. So I really, like, really want you to bring some awareness to what it is that you're saying to yourself because this is what you're creating. Make this moment right now the moment that you start telling yourself a new story. Start creating something new for yourself when you catch yourself saying those things. Say, that was my past, but I'm starting to create something new. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. And you're probably thinking, oh my God, Holy moly, that's a lot to do. That's a lot to take in. That's like, you know, reversing a lot of those like mistakes. I'm using air quotes. I still don't like calling them mistakes, you know, because you don't know that you're doing this. This is all about bringing awareness, you know, reversing those things might seem a whole lot easier said than done. Like, how do you just let go of your limitations? How do you stop the thoughts coming up? How do you stop those kinds of like, um, you know, making your past mean something about your future? How do you let go of the timeline? All of that kind of stuff. You know and this is honestly what I'm all about helping you do um, this is what the loved-up effect is all about making this as simple as possible and you know over the last nine years like I started creating the loved-up effect I didn't know I was doing it um, back when I was going through all of this myself and now having had you know tens of thousands of women through my free training events you know um, and not free training events <laughs> just training events, um, through my program, one-on-one coaching, you know, I've got it down to like three really simple steps that you take, that you go through. And I give you all the practices, exercises, all of that kind of stuff, um, to put all of this into practice where it's going within and saying, okay, well, what's actually happening here? What's happening in my energy? What kind of, what energy do I need to release? What healing do I need to bring in? Side note, I'm going massively into that at the moment. So if you're inside or if you have access to all three elements or at least release yourself of the Loved Up Effect, there will be some big, big, big updates coming soon. A lot about healing. Really, really excited about that. Um, But yeah, going into those things. And then step two, love yourself is really all about your subconscious programming. Going into that saying, what is it your soul actually desires? So let's not talk about how tall he has to be. What does your soul actually desire? Let's open up to allowing the universe to bring that into you the very best um, by you know shifting what's happening in your subconscious so you're no longer blocking yourself with those limiting stories, those limiting identities, like values that aren't aligned with what it is that you want in your life. Um, and then step number three is really focusing on that action portion. Like, you know, all that kind of crap that you read online where it's like you have to wait a certain amount of time before you reply to messages you have to be on this app and blah, 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 blah. like wear this on a first date like none of that is like it's just generic your dream relationship is your dream relationship it is totally unique to you and the steps that you need to take to get there are unique to you as well you can't find them on a like this is how you date kind of thing it's about when you really go and do the work that's like take those two other steps in um, the loved up effect like then you really start taking action that's entirely different. It comes from a different place. And so often it's not even related to dating at all, but it gets you so much closer to love so much faster because it's not just about taking that kind of like, this is what I should do. Um, So I haven't actually opened the doors. So the only way that you can access all three elements of the loved up effect is actually through my program, completely loved up. Haven't opened the doors to completely loved up. Um, since last year, but I will be soon. And like I said, there'll be some updates coming. So it may even be at a discount. I haven't worked that stuff out yet. (laughs) I will though, Um, but I am actually gonna be doing a workshop. There'll be information out, I think probably by the next podcast episode um, that's gonna take you deeper into these elements of the loved up effect. Um, It's called, I already know what it's called, your love life overhauled. Yes, it is. I just had to double check with myself. Your love life overhauled. Really, it's really like the basics of what you need to do to actually find love. So getting out of all the kind of mainstream, this is what you do. This is what you're supposed to do stuff and what to what down to what actually matters. Um, went through some of it today, but stay tuned. I will have information out probably next week. Um, if you're listening to this podcast later, I'll put a link here. <laughs> Um, getting used to having a podcast so exciting. But if you have any questions at all for me, Totally let me know if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the podcast. Hit the link in the show notes. Feel free to send me a DM, email if you have any questions at all about what we talked about today, any questions about the loved up effect, where you're at in your love life. I am here. Like my mission honestly is to get you out of this place where it's like, why is this so hard? And into those relationships that you that you want and feeling like you're at least feeling like you're like empowered and taking the steps that you need to get there. So love it oh also if you like this episode please leave me a review it means so much to me and it mainly like i love hearing if you enjoyed this stuff obviously but it means so much to me because it it's how other people can find this podcast and get this information Um, i know back in the day i would have killed to have this information I was like, what do I do? And I didn't know where to go, didn't know where to turn to. Um, So you leaving a review, honestly, it will help someone else find this um, when they're meant to find it. Anyway, lots of love to you all. It's been awesome. Can't wait for the next one.